I feel like it was just yesterday that my husband and I got engaged and we were planning our wedding. Those seven months were both so long because we just wanted to be married, but they were also so short because I just remember that time went by so fast and it was in a blink of an eye. We were planning our wedding and we were getting ready for marriage and we were having all of these conversations. But I remember as fun as planning our wedding was, the thing I looked forward to the most was starting our marriage. And yes, our wedding day was amazing. I'm a little bit biased, but I think we pretty much had the best wedding ever. But it was low budget. We DIY'd a lot of it. And we we really wanted to put the focus on our ceremony and our relationship and bringing glory to God through our marriage. And that is just something that is really important in our hearts. And I think so often today in this Pinteresty social media world where everything is about having the perfect flowers and the perfect music and the perfect details and all these things, sometimes I think the preparation for what's really important, a long-lasting marriage, can get lost. Welcome to Business with Purpose. I'm your host, Molly Stillman of stillbeingmolly.com, and this show is all about bringing you the stories behind the brands, companies, and small businesses that are changing the world. Each week, I interview an entrepreneur, a CEO, a nonprofit director, a community leader, or just an amazing person who's trying to make a positive impact, not only through their personal life, but also with their professional career. My goal is to show you that no matter what you do for a living, you can make an impact right where you are. I'm so excited about my guest this week. My guest this week is Adrian Roland, the founder of Hearts Content Events Wedding Planning and Design Studio. Adrian is actually a dear friend of mine, and I have been looking forward to having her on the show for weeks and months. And so, oh gosh, this episode is so good. We talk about everything about the importance of marriage and what she does with her wedding planning and design studio business. And how she has really implanted so much heart behind this business. It is so much more than than little details. She's incredible. I had the most fun. It was basically like, because, you know, we're friends. So it was basically like sitting down with a girlfriend and just really just chatting about life and love and marriage. There are some funny parts. We cried a little bit. Oh, you're going to love it. So without further ado, on to my conversation with Adrian. Hey, Adrian! Welcome to the show. Hey, Molly. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm so excited. I am so excited. So uh, just, you know, off the bat for the listeners, Adrian and I are like basically BFFs. So <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Uh, I just love Adrian so much. And I have wanted to have her on the show for so for months. And finally, it was one of those days where I was like, I, I texted you and I was like, this is the most informal way to invite you to be on my show. But um, this is my life right now. So I'm just going to text you. Will you come on my show? You're like, yes. <laughs> yes. 10,000 times. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. No, you can text me anytime. <laughs> so Adrian and I met through a mutual friend, Monique Melton, and um, I had Monique on the show last summer. And what, it was one of those things where once Adrian and I met, we realized like how many things we have in common. Like we both went to the same college, Christopher Newport University. Yeah. And I don't know, like, I don't know how I didn't know that before we met. (laughs) I don't know how we didn't meet while we were in college. I mean, well, what year did you graduate? I graduated 2011. Oh, okay. Well, that's why. Because I graduated in 2007. (laughs) Duh. Oh, see, we we just crossed each other just just so quickly. (laughs) Just missed each other. But still, we're both CNU captains. And it's not like CNU is a huge school. So (laughs) No, it's not. It's not. Um, and then we just, we have so much in common. We both have two kids and, um, we both just love the Lord and there's just so many, yeah, we have so much in common. So anyway, um, Adrian is just, the more I've gotten to know you, the more I have just, you're just amazing. So I want everyone else to know how amazing you are. So before we get into started really into everything that you do with hearts content events and, um, everything you do for a living, I want to hear your story. So Give our audience the Adrian 101. So tell us your story, where you're from, and how you ended up to where you are today. I love it. Yay. Yay. I'm so excited. Oh, I just feel the same way about you, Molly. You're amazing. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely awesome. <laughs> um, well, great. Okay. So whenever you talk about yourself, it's kind of like, okay, where do I start? Exactly. Um, goodness. 
I would say that I am an army brat. My dad is, um, he was a army chaplain for 27 years. And so that means that my sister and I um, moved from place to place to place to place, probably about every two years growing up. Mm. Um, And then um, he decided to, to retire and settle down in the Newport News, Virginia area, it's coastal Virginia. And um, I decided to go to school at Christopher Newport University. That's where I met my amazing husband. Um, amazing husband, Josh. He, I, I always tell this story because it's just so meaningful to me. He he and I um, used to walk to class together all the time, and he would uh, he would carry my books um, to class. His Aww. class was all the way across campus, and he would walk with me all the way to the Ferguson Center. That because I was a music student, and um, he was a computer engineering student, so he would walk all the way to the Ferguson Center, carry all of my books, make sure I got to class, and then belted <laughs> bolted his way <laughs> oh to his building. He's uh, yeah, he and he's um, been. All of that and more. Um, mm. What's what's funny is um, this coming Friday, March sixteenth, is our anniversary, and it's just the culmination of um, our relationship. Not the culmination, but um, just an exciting time in our relationship, and um, how much we've grown over the past ten years that we've been in the wow. relationship for. Sure, um, we are blessed with two amazing little kids um, who are James. so precious oh my oh, gosh they're so you. cute and, oh. and Nora has the best hair ever <laughs> ah, oh my gosh yes if you get a chance to um, look on my Instagram you'll see what she, Molly is talking about it's um, epic hair my, it is the best hair I love her so much and I just want to like squeeze her cheeks off she's the best <laughs> yes Nora, Nora is almost one years old and um, she was literally born with a pixie cut I it <laughs> (laughs) not I kid you not I kid you not we were not expecting all of this hair (laughs) oh my gosh but yeah we we have Nora and then James just turned three years old uh and those two kids are just our whole heart and our whole soul they adore each other it's the most precious thing ever and I just I can't wait to see them grow up Mm. with each other and become thickest thieves and even conspire against me and Josh because we know it's happening it's gonna happen it's fine (laughs) um just so exciting to to have that close-knit family and just see them growing up and growing up in God's image too is just really incredible really incredible um let's see what else what else what else um, I am the owner of Heart. I can't forget my my business, right? <laughs> <laughs> I am the owner of Hearts Content Events and Design. For short, Hearts Content Events. Um, I have been um, planning and designing weddings since 2014. Well, technically, I have been in the industry since 2012. Um, but when, long story short. Well, I'm probably going to be telling the long story anyway, so (laughs) just bear with me. Um, So basically, um, I've kind of been in the wedding industry my whole life. My dad, like I said before, was a a chaplain, and he then became a pastor um, of a local church. So I've been a PK my entire life. Oh, yes. um, Which means that he has officiated wedding after wedding after wedding after wedding. He could probably do it in his sleep at this point. Um, (laughs) Then my mom was a very, very, very um, talented musician. One of those musicians where you go to their concert and it's like, you are disgusting. You're absolutely ridiculous. Um, She played everything under the sun. One of the things that she... um, one of the things that she did was that she played the organ. She just kind of picked it up in college and was like, I'm just great at this. It's fine. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that that was her for sure. Um, and who and people, 
if you know the wedding industry nowadays, you know that not a lot of people play the organ Mm -hmm. these days, um, especially the old traditional pipe organ, the Alfred organ. And so um, my mom was constantly sought after weekend after weekend after weekend for these really traditional um, Catholic weddings, Lutheran weddings, um, the more traditional weddings for sure. And so... um, She was a stay-at-home mom as well. She would take my sister and I to every single wedding. We sit up in the balcony with these huge pipes um, blaring um, behind our ears. (laughs) And I got to see like marriage happen weekend after weekend and see these two people pronounce their love in front of everybody that they, um, everybody that they love. And so um, I just quickly fell in love with, all, all things weddings um, from that point, but really wasn't until my, um, until Josh proposed to me and we were pre- um, preparing for our own wedding day. At the time, I was just finishing up my bachelor's degree. I was um, pursuing a career in opera. I started um, working in some choruses in different operas um, locally and I also was a um, at-home counselor for children with behavioral disorders. So lots of hats um, at the time, for sure. Um, but when during that time, my mom became diagnosed with a glioblastoma and the thalamus brain cancer. And um, it hit our family like a ton of bricks. Mm. Um, it our, our family is really small, but really close knit. And my mom was kind of this glue and in a way, the oasis of grace in our family. And and it was kind of hard for us to understand, like, Lord, why would you do this to us? Um, Why would you put us in this type of situation? But throughout the the midst of all of that, she uh, always had a smile on her face. Mm. She always had so much grace. And also the testimony in it is that the doctor told us that she would only live for three to six months um, past the diagnosis date and she lived for five. So, you know, God is so good for sure. But in a nutshell, what all that has to do with weddings is that um, it came to a point in not only my operatic career, um, but in my life in general, where I was running around doing this, doing that, trying to plan a wedding, trying to be everywhere. And I was missing out on really precious moments with my mom, um, Mm. moments that I didn't know whether or not would be slipping away tomorrow or the next day or uh, a couple months from now. And so um, my fiance then at the time, Josh, my husband now, um, looked over at me. We were sitting down and eating and he said, you know what, this is completely random. Take care of your mom. I'll take care of you. It's okay for you to quit your job. Mm-hmm. I finished my degree, obviously. Um, and I decided to completely veer off the path of um, being an operatic singer. I quit my job as an at-home counselor. And I I became a full-time caregiver for my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, so what that meant is that I went to all of her infusions, um, all of her chemo treatments, all of her radiation tre- treatments. Um, I hired caregivers. I made sure the house was kept up and everything like that. And just in general, just spent one-on-one time with her and was a companion to her, which was so, so, so meaningful for me, but also meaningful for our relationship. Um, yeah. Our relationship grew so much in those five years that I did that. Um, and it was really incredible. Um, so during that time, I was planning my wedding and I was just so enveloped in all the details and doing this and doing that. And my my mom had the chance to spend that precious time with me and mm. help me out. And she looked over at me and she said, you know what? I think that you should do this for a living. I really think that you have a gift for this. And I was like, what? (laughs) I have never thought about planning weddings. I'm not even sure. I want to 
be all enveloped in everybody else's business <laughs> but she she had something going you know um and especially after finishing up planning my wedding I was like yeah you know what she's right I gotta do this and um you know the the rest is history from there you know um I really really take pride in everything that I do I think that the the golden part of that story and the heart of what hearts content events and design is is the fact that um, during that time where I was a um, full-time caregiver for my mom, I got to see my parents' vows played out yeah. day in and day out. Um, the nitty-gritty of the vows, the 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 hard part of the vows, um, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health, as long as we both shall live. And my dad sat by my mom's day si- bedside day in and day out into the bitter end. And um, it was just so so incredibly special. On my wedding day, even, um, my mom was told by the doctor that she would never walk again. She was having some complications with her motor skills. And um, she was told that she would never be able to walk again. And she said, absolutely not. I am going to walk by myself into my daughter's wedding ceremony. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it. It's going to happen. So every single day, every single grueling day for about six weeks, she went to physical therapy. She worked her butt off every single day, Molly. And um, come the wedding day, I was in the back. I kind of peered out from the the chapel doors. And um, there she was with a cane, with a little bit of assistance. But she was walking down the aisle. Um, and at that moment I was like, you know what, for, forget all of the beautiful details, forget all of the cake, forget about how the napkins are folded. This is what this day is about. This is what this day is about. And then getting the chance to see my husband greet her at the front of the aisle and tell her, just how I have a picture of that. Tell her just how beautiful she was. Um, that was the most special moment. And that is really the culmination of what Hearts Content Events and Des- Design is about. Um, encouraging marriages to the utmost and allowing the white space for our our couples so that they can really spend the time with the people and the things who really matter most, spend these precious moments with those people. Um, And we live and breathe that. And we're so honored to serve them during this really special time in their lives. Oh, my goodness, Adrian, there's just like so much that I love. Um, And, you know, I want to just say thank you for sharing you know, just your heart and the story behind um, your business and really how your mom had so much to play, you know, so much influence in that. And um, I hate that you and I are both a part of the club of women who have lost their moms. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I hate that that's something we have in common. But um, it just I mean, for me personally, as somebody who has lost her mom, um, it it means that much more to me because I get it and I understand it. Um, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't able to have my mom there on my wedding day. She died when I was in high school. So, um, but, but to, you know, I just think about the little details that we included in our wedding to honor my mom and, um, you know, to honor my husband's grandparents. And, um, you know, I just think that those, those things, like you said, that is what a wedding day is about. It's the the little details are great, but the meaning behind things and just the beginning of marriage is really yes. what is is most important. And that's honestly, that's one of the reasons I wanted to have you on the show is not just because you're a wedding planner and you're amazing and you're my friend, but I, I'm so impressed with the way that you market yourself and also just share your your heart for marriage and 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 helping your cup your couples to understand that 
this isn't just about beautiful details on a wedding day. Like this day is about so much more than that. And and during the wedding planning process, really coming alongside your couples to make sure that they have the tools and the resources that they need to begin a marriage on the right foot and and understand what those vows really mean. Because I think sometimes, especially nowadays, like people really take for granted those words um, that you say. And whether you write your own vows or you say the traditional vows, like you are making a promise and and you're you're entering into a covenant with another person. Um, And that person is completely different from you. And so how are you going to get past that honeymoon stage and how are you going to really you know just foster a, a marriage that gets better and better each day I mean this is you know personally my, my husband and I we just celebrated six years of marriage and <gasps> yeah <yay! laughs> and um you know we were we were just talking the other night about how just I mean genuinely this is not we're not just being like look at how great we are I mean like we genuinely <laughs> love each other more today than we did the day we got married and and yeah. it gets better and better each day. I mean, we are we are the kind of couple like we've been we so we've been married 6 years, we've been together 8 8, almost 8. Um yeah. and we genuinely hate being apart. Like mm, <laughs> we're that we're mm, that like I understand that. lame couple who like I mean, even just for the work day, we'll text each other. I'm like, I miss you. Like, you know, I know we're, I know, but I mean, we genuinely, we genuinely miss each other. And like, we hate being like, if he has to travel for work or if I have to travel, like, oh, it's brutal. We just hate being apart. We try to come up with excuses to be able to go with each other to wherever we have to go for work trips. Um, you know, and, and, you know, not to say that like marriage is just is easy, but I think when you have, a strong foundation and you really understand the meaning of those vows. I mean, and for us, like as Christians, we have Christ is at the center of our marriage. And so, I mean, there are times where I don't know how we would get through things without that foundation. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, It, it all starts from the beginning and all starts from um, building that that relationship with Christ first, and then building the trust, building the passion, building the intimacy, um, and then sprinkle ten thousand doses of forgiveness all over it. And you know, that's one of the things my parents taught us that you are lost in marriage if you cannot forgive. Yes, you are literally lost. Amen. Um, I, I I have not been married as long as they they were they were married 30, 31 years before wow. my mom passed away, and um, goodness I I can already tell you after five years you are lost if you cannot yes. forgive that is for sure yes that is one hundred percent for sure yeah and I love hearing that you know like you said your parents were married for thirty one years like I think about. My like we have a goal one day of like when we're at our grandkids or our great grandkids wedding, like we want to be the couple at like the the marriage dance. Like we want to be the last one standing because we've been married like yes. 60 years. Like that's my oh. goal. That will that's when I know I'll I, I will have made it when I met my grandkid <laughs> or my great grandkids wedding and we are dancing at the couple's dance and they get to like 50 plus years and like we're the last one standing like that's what I want. And I realize that some people are like, that's silly. And I'm like, no, because I think as you know, you know, quote, cliche as that dance is when they have all the couples out there. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's such a great thing to do at a wedding reception because it illustrates what marriage looks like long term yes you know yes absolutely oh i love it okay okay i know you're loving this conversation with my girl adrian and i just wanted to take a moment to thank our sponsor of the show who is able to help make this show possible and that's my my people cause box as you know cause box is one of my favorite 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 ethical subscription boxes and i've been a subscriber for over two years Okay, how it works is each season, new boxes released, and it's filled with everything from accessories, home goods, and jewelry to the best in skincare and wellness products. Now, these products are not only amazing, but they are also doing the most good. Each box also delivers amazing value with a guarantee of over $150 worth of products for only $54.95 or $39.95 if you use my coupon code 
Molly. The products are not just beautiful. They are also useful. The spring box was just released and it is my favorite box yet. The exclusive kimono from Symbology is so stylish and comfortable and I get compliments on it every time I wear it. I love to wear it with jeans. I love to wear it over a dress and this summer it's going to be perfect for a beach or pool cover up. And best of all, the impact of each cause box makes the whole membership even more worth it. Their spring box employed more than 600 artisans under fair trade conditions in India and Kenya and put 100 girls in India through school. There are a limited number of spring boxes left. Like, I think there are less than, I don't know. I have no idea how many are left, but there are not many left. So you got to hop on it ASAP. Go to stillbeingmolly.com slash cause box and use the coupon code Molly, M-O-L-L-Y for $15 off. Now back to my conversation with my girl, Adrian. So I want to talk a little bit about, you know, so I, again, I love the heart behind your business. Um, no pun intended, considering it has heart in it. Uh, but um, I want to talk a little bit about the process. So obviously you do all the, you know, it's a wedding, you're, you're a wedding planner. So you help with the details and all that kind of stuff. But what are some of the things that you've really implemented in your business um, from the from the get go that you know when a bride even sends an inquiry or she um, you know books you that you really help explain to her that this is about so much more. What are some of those things that you've done to help educate your couples? Goodness, okay, um, I could probably talk to you for days. <laughs> oh goodness, um, so I. One of the things that we we really use to kind of drive that point home, um, and if you if you know about Ashlyn Carter um, from Ashlyn Writes, she's an amazing copywriter mm-hmm. um, for creatives, and like um, I, I follow her all the time. She always says that um, the things that you write on your website are the things that are your your selling point. Those are the things that will draw people in past the eight seconds that they will scroll through your website and then move on to something else. Mm. But I, in 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 light of that, I had to think, you know, um, if somebody were to come onto my website for eight seconds, well, what would I want them to know about me? Um, and that's why if you go to my website, you see in bold, um, I love celebrating marriages. Um, that is the number one thing mm. that, um, is the messaging that really drives it home from the onboarding process to the, um, the, from the first inquiry to the onboarding process, to the welcome gift, to, um, our first meeting together, every, every single ounce of the planning process, we infuse the importance of meaningful and lasting marriages and into every single part. But not only that, um, even when it comes to the design, which I, I, I'm a lover of, um, the, the planning aspect and the, all the logistics and um, I'm type A in that in that respect. But um, I love design and I love the right brain part of myself where I can just let my freak flag fly and <laughs> just be me. <laughs> and so um, when it comes to the design, I really love to hear their love story, um, understand what their love languages are, understand how they... Um, interact with one another, and then pull those things out of um, their story and put it into tangible symbols throughout the wedding day. I love um, that. So that a guest can walk into their ceremony space, walk into the reception space and be like, yeah, that's, that's Molly, that's John, that's, that's them. That's totally them, but not only that, be enveloped in the couple's love story as if they were a part of it from the very beginning. Because for the most part, like those guests were from it from um, in enveloped in it from the very beginning, and um, just really taking the time to honor the people who have brought them to where they are in this really special point in their relationship. So. Um, Marriage, 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 we just infuse it from the top to the bottom all around and um, encouraging them along the way is so important to me for sure. I think that's so awesome. I would love if you'd kind of share an example or if you have like maybe a memorable wedding that 
you designed where you kind of show how you incorporated one of the love languages. So if people don't know what the five love love languages are, <laughs> hold on, sorry. I'm, my husband just walked into the recording studio and started kissing me. <laughs> I'm like, you're trying, oh, to, hey. just, you're oh, trying, hey, you're trying to distract hey. me. <laughs> Is it well? I guess it's a, a, a what's what, relevant considering we're talking about marriage. So yes, you just flirt, flirt with your husband all day long. <laughs> yes, actually, that is a really great tip. Everybody, like, flirt with your husband. Never, ever, ever stop courting your your spouse. Never, yes. ever, ever. He's like, chase, walk, he's walking into the recording studio like. Hey, <laughs> I'm like, Absolutely. you know what I'm doing right now, babe. I'm sorry. I love you. <laughs> I love it. I, I love, love it. Uh, he's the best. Uh, okay. So what was, I don't even remember what I was saying. Oh, love languages. See, his is physical touch. So. <laughs> oh, see, that's Josh's too. Yes. Yeah, sure. You've got, I, I, I would be hard pressed to find out if there's a man whose love language is not physical <laughs> touches. <laughs> he doesn't have a little bit of physical touch. Yeah, exactly. I would agree with that. Exactly. Yes. Um, so you've got physical touch, quality time, uh, gifts, acts of service and words of affirmation. So those are the five love languages. Um, If you are listening and you have never heard of this book, um, it's an amazing book um, by Gary Chapman. And there's even a website. And I want to just say it's like the five love languages dot com. Um, But I Mm -hmm. highly recommend. And even if you're single, if you're if you're single, if you're married, if you're dating, if you're engaged, uh, divorced, whatever, if you have never taken this quiz, there's a free quiz on the website. And then obviously the book dives a little bit more into this. But if you haven't taken the quiz, you can go. It takes about five to 10 minutes. I highly recommend you and your spouse or your significant other take it. And it really teaches you a lot about the way that you give and receive love. And yes. it, I mean, I remember the first time my husband and I took the quiz because my, um, my love languages are words of affirmation and gifts and his are, Oh my gosh. See, we're, we're twins. Are, we're literally twins. Yes. Are those your, those are your love languages too? Yep. It sure is. Yes. And my husband's are, um, uh, quality time and physical touch. And love so it. obviously our, our love languages are, are completely different. And so there were times where I realized that I was trying to show him love through my love languages and he was trying to show me love through mm. his love languages. And yeah. that's where you can start to get into, you know, miscommunication or you're like, well, why doesn't he love me? And like, he is showing love. He's just showing it the way he wants to receive it. Right. And so, you know, now that we have a better understanding of that, we've been able to make changes or not, not like, you know, bad changes, but just make changes into how we interact with each other and how we show love to each other and how we, you know, flirt with each other and things like that, that have really made such a massive difference in our marriage. And um, so I love that this is something you incorporate into the wedding day. So all of that yeah. to say, as I got distracted and all of that. Um, no, no, no. It's 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 so great. <laughs> the thing I love so much about love languages is that it always points towards the other person. It always emphasizes mm-hmm. the importance of selflessness yes. in every relationship. Yeah. Um, that's just so, so important because it, it is enough. It is not enough to just say, that I love you. Um, mm. at, at a certain point, your spouse is going to expect you to to jump. Yes, and and that you're not going to need them to to ask how high or anything. Like yeah, yep. you know, um, you you just have to do it, and you have to do it in the best way that conveys the message that they need to hear at yep. that moment. Exactly. Um. So exactly. yeah. 100% agree for yes. sure. So I'd love if you just share an example of maybe a couple that's memorable or a wedding day that was memorable um, and how you maybe incorporated, you know, their love languages into their wedding day in a unique way. Yes. So um, I was so honored to serve a couple last year. Um, gosh, I, I would say that they were the um, the ultimate heart's content couple 
ever mm-hmm. of all time. It was really such a special, special, special wedding and a special family. And I loved how they incorporated every single little detail to show hospitality to all those people who really mattered most mm-hmm. to them. Um, just so special. Um one of the things, um, the groom's love language, love languages, of course, were um, physical touch and um, acts of service. And then the bride's love languages were um, also acts of service. And she also loved words of affirmation. Mm. And so um, we have physical touch. One of the things that you can do with physical touch and in, in incorporating it into a wedding experience is um, think about textures. Think about um, the way things feel, how you experience things as you as you touch them, as you feel them. Mm. Um, when it came to their wedding inv- invitations, we decided to go with a, um, a letterpress wedding invitation. Yeah. Um, something that when you touch it, you feel how luxurious it was and how um, in the in way that kind of shows the symbolism of them spending a little bit of extra time, a little bit of extra resources to to show their guests, hey, you know, you're really special to me. You, you're invited to this really incredible special day in our lives, and I want you to to feel that in in every pressed word in this invitation. Um, so that's one thing. Words words of affirmation for the bride. Um, I think that really has to do with our entire wedding experience, you know, um, just making sure that they are loved and served and affirmed throughout the entire process. Um, and also, you know, little things like, here's the thing about words of affirmation. It doesn't necessarily have to be physical words. It can more so be just the, the act of affirming somebody, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and even in a symbolic way. Um, so one of the things that we did that was so special was that, um, I asked her parents to bring together all these pictures of, um, the bride and the groom, um, growing up. Um, and Aww. we kind of created a slideshow, so to speak, side by side. And so at the wedding venue, um, while the guests were coming into the cocktail space, we showed that and it kind of showed how growing up they were, they they kind of had similar lives growing up and how that kind of rooted themselves into the, the foundation of their love story, how in a way they were... They they were literally um in um to finally made for each other, truthfully. Mm. Um and, and that that physical, tangible slideshow was the manifestation of that and and helping to um drive that point home for sure. Um so if that bride ever had uh, an ounce of doubt on the wedding day that um they weren't meant to be together or they weren't sure <laughs> that um, or she may have gotten some cold feet. Um, if yeah. she had watched that, then she would have felt completely affirmed for sure. Um, then so those those are a couple of examples. Um, yeah. Let's see. I said words of affirmation, acts of service. So acts of service is all about um, just selfless service towards someone. And again, that all has to do with the client experience. But we also wanted to make sure that everything went completely seamless during the wedding day, that they didn't have to pick up a finger, that they didn't have to worry about anything whatsoever. Um, And that was one of the things that myself and my staff we worked with the venue staff and just made sure everything, the timeline went completely seamlessly. Um, and that was absolutely beautiful. But one of the things that we do in our, um, in our process that is so special that I, I really pride myself 
um, pride our business on um, really the culmination of our um, the heart behind our business is that we get to know uh, and we study the names and and the personality traits and everything. We kind of create this profile of family members and friends, um, people that are really important to them, maybe a list of 20 people um, at most. And we study that list so that when it comes to the wedding rehearsal and the entire wedding weekend, um, and they come up to us and say, hey, my name is, and it's like, no, I already know you. You're Aunt Sue. Um, I know you. You love baseball. You are... um, so fun to be around. You create jokes all the time. And we don't walk up to somebody and say all those things because that's kind of freaky. But um, (laughs) doing so, doing that is an act of service in a way because it's showing the is showing the couple that the people who matter most to them matter most to us right. too. That um, we value the power of calling people by name and getting to know them personally and developing genuine relationships and having genuine conversations with the people who matter most to them. Um, that's what's really, really important to us. So that kind of covers the act of service um, aspect there. I think, I think those are three good examples. Yeah, <laughs> no, absolutely. And I think that that's just such, again, such a unique way that you have really woven into every aspect of your business, you know, just this message and this heart for marriage and strong marriages and that it's not just about the wedding day it's about so 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 much more and yes. marriages for life and um, for life and yes. those 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 vows mean something and really helping to educate your couples during that process of planning their wedding that just to look beyond that wedding day and and think about you know having that life goal of being the last couple standing at the dance you know years and years yes, and years from now absolutely yeah i just think that that's so amazing uh well adrian this has been so much fun. As I as we transition here to the end, um, one of my favorite parts of every episode is I get to ask some fun questions of my guests to get to know them a little bit better. And since Ooh, you, fun. and for two reasons. One, um, this is also the part of the show where my husband gets to insert his, um, his most unique or creative uh, sound effect to, you know, transition us. I never know what it's going to be. So <laughs> I just kind of let him have free reign. Uh, I love it. But... For this particular episode, I wanted to ask you a little bit different questions than I normally ask my guests. And since you're a wedding planner, I would make I thought I'd make them wedding related because I thought it'd be fun. Cool. So uh, are you ready? Yes, let's do it. Okay, cool. You know, it's funny. Some of us will never, ever find true love. I take, for instance, me. And I'm pretty sure that guy right there. And that lady with the sidebars. And basically everybody at table nine. But the worst thing is that me, fatty, sideburns lady, and the mutants over at table nine will never ever find a way to better the situation. You are the worst wedding singer in the world, buddy. Sir, one more outburst. I will strangle you with my microphone wire. You understand me? I'd love to know, what did you and your husband dance to for your first dance? Okay, so it was kind of a mashup. It was a mashup between, um, you know what, really, honestly, the, the, the biggest song that we danced to was A Whole New World. That was our From Aladdin? <laughs> yes. I love it! <laughs> That's so it fun. Was a whole new world. We're, we're kind of Disney geeks. I it's love great. it. I love it. That's awesome. Yes, so a whole new world by Aladdin, and we sang the the song to each other while we danced. It was so special. I love it. What is your favorite wedding song? It can be like a reception song or a ceremony song. Just like your favorite song to hear at a wedding. Oh gosh, I know that's a hard one. I know that's a hard um, one. Oh goodness. Oh, uh, goodness. I I love a good line dance. I know they're so corny. No, but I love I, it. I love them. Like the so. cha-cha slide, like <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I electric love slide. I love Cupid electric shuffle. slide. Um, um, yes, Cupid shuffle. Um, <laughs> the 
The wobble. Yeah. The wobble. Yes. You got to do the wobble. I, anytime yes. I hear the wobble, I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's get on the dance floor now. Uh, so, yes. on the flip side, is there a song that when you hear it at a reception, you're just immediately like, somebody hand me some earplugs. If I never hear this song again, it is too soon. <laughs> Listen, and all the Beyonce, um, <laughs> all the Beyonce people are going to hate me so much. <laughs> if I hear somebody do single ladies for their um, their bouquet toss one <laughs> more time, I am going to flip my lid. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, see for me it's for me it's love shack i i can't stand love shack if i I never hear love shack again i (laughs) oh i hate love shack i'm really sorry if you played love shack at your wedding but i cannot stand that no i did not that was strictly off the list oh my gosh i love it so much um what is your favorite part of the wedding day oh my gosh um Probably at the ceremony when I whisk the the bride down the aisle. I don't look at the bride. Everybody's looking at the bride. I always look at the groom. The groom. Face. We are twins. The groom's the groom's face, face. tells it all. Yes, tells preach, all. girl. That'll preach. I am just saying. Yeah, that's my favorite part too. I always look at the groom. I'm like, I don't care what the bride looks like. I want to see the groom's face. Is he a crier? Is he not a crier? Does he yes. just get choked up? Does he laugh? Does he smile? Does he look terrified? I don't know. I need to know. I need to know what his face looks like. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. And I'm always in the background boohooing like a complete maniac. Like, <laughs> why do you look at me? <laughs> I love it. Um, is there a wedding cliche you wish would retire forever? Oh my gosh. I think, um, I, I personally feel like people should stop rhyming words on signage. Please stop it. Uh, (laughs) Like wedding. Are you like, are you all for wedding hashtags or? Oh, I love love wedding hashtags, but the the signage says like, um, pick a seat and not a side. We're all here for the broom and bride. I I can't. Yes. I cannot. I I cannot. I cannot. Um, I love it. See, for me, and look, I love me some Bible. I love me some Jesus. But y'all, get a little bit more creative than 1 Corinthians 13 for your yes. scripture reading. Come on. Or Song of Solomon. Song of Solomon. Like, There's so many more scriptures about marriage yes. and love. Yes. Trust me. Or like, come down the aisle to some other than canon and D. Come on. Let's be let's be creative. Uh, <laughs> some, hear, p- da, some people are probably getting pissed at me da, right now. <laughs> da, da. <laughs> <laughs> I came down the aisle to um, With Everything by Hillsong. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, like when, the, when it built, when it built up, you know, like, ah! <laughs> like that's when I came down the aisle. It was awesome. Oh, oh my gosh. I would have boohooed the whole yeah, time. It was awesome. Well, we did also, like, our wedding ceremony was definitely, um, we had some traditional elements, but we wanted to make it really unique. Um, we even I- have people, like, to this day who are like, yeah, y'all's was the coolest wedding ceremony I've ever been to. I like, we um we did a video with like a um a checklist. So like the lights came down after all the groom and the or the bridesmaids and groomsmen came in, and the lights went down, and we had these big screens in our um in the worship center at our church, and we brought up this like checklist, and so it was like things like things you need for a wedding day, like um you know a a girl, a boy, they have to be in love, they love Jesus, like all these things that we like groomsmen, bridesmaids, like we had. I love it. And it was like music. Yeah, it was it was really fun. So we played part of our um, our engagement on there because like we got engaged on the radio. And so we played like a clip from our engagement. And yeah, it was a it was a it was a whole production. Like I remember at one point my cousin said to my husband, he was like, I don't think I've ever seen anybody give a standing ovation at a wedding ceremony. Oh, like that that's was incredible. That was so awesome. We're like, yeah, yeah. We we like to go big or go home. So. We did that. We did that. We're awesome. I love it. Um, okay. And then what would be on like your your recently played list on Spotify that you would play at a wedding? Mm. Oh gosh. Um, I'm I'm gonna tell you this. I love me some gospel music. Mm, yes. And so, like one of the things on my my bucket list is to do a wedding where there's a full blown gospel choir. <laughs> that would be awesome. Jesus. 
there. Every that praise is to our God. <laughs> Glory, hallelujah, to our God. No, I love that song. Sorry. <laughs> would love that. That would be so amazing. So amazing. I love it. That. Oh, yes, we could do it. And uh, funny, because so you sing... I sang and Monique sings, our friend Monique sings. So we need to have like a trio. Yes. <laughs> I'm just saying we could be like like a modern destiny's child. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. That would be so epic. Oh that my would gosh. Be so amazing. I love it. Adrian, this has been so much fun having you on. I just I love when I get to interview friends. Um, but also just I loved personally getting to know a little bit more about you and your story and um, how you got started in this business. And just it just makes me love you even more. So thank you so much for taking the time out of your day and um, go snuggle James and Nora and uh, just tell Josh that um, you should be like, hey, you're pretty lucky to be married to me. So um. <laughs> Oh, I'm the lucky one. Trust yeah. me. Oh, I love Trust it. Trust me. I love it. Thank, Thank you so you much, Adrian. So much. I love her so much. I wish we lived closer so we could just hang out every day and I could see her beautiful kids, Nora and James, and we could just talk about life and laugh and love and marriage and friendship. She's incredible. But, you know, like I said, we have so much in common. Um, the fact that we both have lost our moms, unfortunately. The, both, the fact that we both have, you know, we, we've got young kids and, and we just have such a passion for the Lord and for marriage. And I, I'm just so grateful for her for coming on the show and sharing her heart with you. And I know that you guys are going to be big fans of her. As always, I'm going to have her information in the show notes. So please give her some love on social media this week and tell her how this show impacted you. Another huge thank you to this week's podcast sponsor, Causebox. Be sure to visit stillbeingmolly.com slash Causebox and use that coupon code Molly for $15 off. Also, for my Los Angeles area friends or anyone who loves the West Coast or anyone who's trying to take a trip there this spring, remember my friend Blythe Hill, the CEO and founder of Dressember? I had her on the show back in December and we briefly talked about that you can do anything in a Dress 5K. Well, it's happening this year. For the past five years, the Dressember campaign and thousands of advocates have shown the world you can do anything in a dress. Now in their first spring event ever, they are putting their money where their mouth is and running a 5K in dresses and ties. Gentlemen, in five years, Dress Ember has raised over $5 million U.S. dollars towards the fight and modern-day slavery by wearing dresses and ties. The 5K is going to be held Sunday, May 20th, 2018 at Griffith Park in Los Angeles. You can register at dressember5k.fundraise.org. That's dressember5kfun raise.org no d and use the coupon code we love business with purpose to get 10% off your registration fee thank you so much for listening to this week's episode if you're a first-time listener of the show welcome be sure to visit these archives for past shows featuring amazing entrepreneurs and business owners who are literally changing the world with their businesses if you're a regular listener of the show thank you for tuning in week in and week out and thank you for your support be sure to head on over to itunes google play radio public overcast stitcher or whichever app you like best and listen to podcasts on and make sure you're subscribed to the show clicking that subscribe button helps to make sure you never miss a new episode of the podcast and while you're there would you mind taking a moment to leave a review of the show leaving a review really does help me to know what you're liking and how this show is personally impacting you and if you share the show on social media be sure to use that hashtag business with purpose podcast or tag me at still being molly on twitter instagram or facebook this show is edited by my amazing husband and executive producer, John Stillman. I love you. And the music is by Mark Killian of Third Wheel Media. Thank you so much for listening and go do something good with purpose on purpose. Purpose.